Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the one and only... Guys, I'm trying to record! Marlo! Turn that volume down! And welcome to the one and only Dumb Dudes Podcast. I'm one half of your host, Benjamin Moon! I'm Nick uh, Kelly. I'm not as exciting. Nick, the fighting Irishman, Kelly! Yeah, I, I do that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm a fighter. I'm a fighter, that's my class, yeah. He fights for love. Uh-huh. He fights and for justice. For, and for personal gain. <laughs> yes, uh, but not at the expense of others, unless you are a person dealing in injustice and crime. I've only fought for, for selfless reasons thus far. You are the ladle of justice pouring its cream over the fresh-picked strawberries of crime. I'm going to tell you guys a secret about fighting. Your hands get hurt a lot when you punch people. <laughs> <laughs> I've only hurt my hands punching the heavy sandbag. I sh- I, hey, I showed that heavy sandbag. What for? People are like heavy sandbags that are also trying to punch you and trying to get away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And and heavy sandbags that might have a knife. Yeah, that's true. Uh, like like Screech in that bar. Yep. Rest, rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> rest in peace, Miss Mr. Diamonds. He's dead now. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's stabbing angels in heaven now. <laughs> it's been long enough. I feel fine making that joke. That's right. Yeah, we did wait. We did. I remember you saying we needed to wait before we could make the stabbing angels joke, or, or just any joke in general. I made that joke literally within minutes of hearing. I'm just going to be honest, but I didn't say it on the air, and now I have. Uh, folks, welcome to the Trailer Blazers podcast, where we talk about well trailers of uh, of movies that are coming out. We also have fun segments. And a video game portion. I don't know if this is why this would be somebody's first time listening. I don't know. Do you think this is somebody's first time listening to this show? I think every episode is the opportunity because a lot of people will listen to the most recent one first. You know, I actually listen to the show. Well, I only listen to it when you edit. I don't listen to it when I edit. But, Same. Um, um, what speed do you listen to it on, Nick? I listen to podcasts at normal speed because I don't, you know, I'm working at home all day, so I just put it on. Mm. I don't, I don't need to get through a lot of stuff quickly. Yeah, yeah. I have actually uh, this pat this this weekend. Uh, people told me that they listen to podcasts at one point eight times normal speed, and I was like, God, that sounds because I listen at like one point four, one point five, but I tried one point eight, and you know. Like chipmunks? No, it's not. (laughs) I actually do it for some pod. Not all podcasts. If they speak quickly, I won't do it. But most podcasts, you can play at 1.8. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Uh, Let's talk about uh, what we done had watched this past week, okay? What we done had watched this past week. Yeah, let's get into that. All right, so this past week I watched, I started watching that Mosquito Coast on Apple+. Plus. I am extremely interested to hear how good this is or bad. Uh, no, it's good. Um, it's you. They keep that mystery of like why they're on the run. You know who's after them. They, you, so you don't know. They keep that a secret, and that it's good to have that mystery. It keeps you watching. You know. Yeah, Justin Thoreau is pretty good at at stuff usually. 
Yeah, so it's uh, it's interesting. It's um, it takes some interesting turns. So you, you really don't know where this is going. I, so I will give it big points for that. All right. So you cannot watch this with the kids, though. I'll tell you that. Well, I haven't got any. Well, okay. <laughs> so I would say I'm going to keep. Well, I'll probably watch this the whole way through. Oh, well, yeah. I'm definitely going to watch it then. Yep, uh, I watched Captain America: The First Avenger with uh, my 11 year old. One of my favorites. God, it is so good. It's just so good. And Steve, Steve is my favorite origin story uh, movie. It's so great, and Haley Atwell is just a knockout, man. So anyway, it was great. Uh, oh, I started watching Jupiter's Legacy um, because I was donating platelets, and it was there. I just, just decided to watch, start watching it. Um, here, here's what I would say. It is great values, powers, okay. But there are, uh, there are nuggets of good of goodness in there. There are elements that are good, uh, and you can tell that like. This is there's there's just good story elements in there, but it's sort of a mixed bag, and I mean mixed bag, in in a lot of different ways, like uh, some of the special effects, um, some of the characters. You know, it's just kind of a mixed bag. And so, you have you've so far not encountered any Mark Millar nihilism. Um. Not really. There's there's the whole angle of the rebellious teenage daughter, you know, doing a lot of drugs. And I mean doing a lot of drugs uh, in this. She's, like, strung out, like, half the time. Um, so there's that. That's probably the most nihilistic thing in it. Um, but, anyway, uh, I'll probably continue to watch it. Uh, we'll see. Hmm. Yeah, I. that one's... Even even if you watch it and you're like, yeah, it's pretty good. It's just Mark Millar, and I don't like Greco-Roman mythology, so it's just it doesn't speak to me as one that I'll probably check out. If you don't see this, Nick, you will be just fine. I figured as much. You will be just fine. Uh, and then I watched started watching Ocean's Twelve because it was on HBO Max, I think it was. I know not everybody likes this movie. It's got like a six out of ten on IMDb. I just love this. It, the opening is so funny. It's funny. I laughed at this. I, I there's just so many like good lines in this, and there's that you can just tell they had a lot of fun with it. And I know a lot of people didn't like the Julia Roberts thing. I thought it was fun. They're, this is just a fun movie, and it's filmed like a like a 1970s European movie. I just think it's wonderful. I love it. Anyway, I should rewatch them Ocean's movies. You should. What'd you watch? I watched uh, a few things. Uh, well, I was painting minis last weekend at my cousin's, and he's got a TV right above the table. So we were watching stuff all day, but the most notable of that was we watched the Caravan of Courage and Ewok Adventure on yes. Disney+. Plus. <laughs> uh, that's the first one with the Gorax. And uh, I gotta say, I was wondering if the special effects would hold up at all. And they hold up as about as good as the Star Wars, like the original trilogy. Like oh, really? The stop, the stop motion's really good in it. I remember it being not great, but then I don't, my memory's real fuzzy. It's not great. I mean, also there's horses, and it's like, why are there horses on Endor? Uh, and the costumes are really cheesy. Like uh, They look like Walmart Halloween Star Wars costumes, like the humans' costumes. Mm. But like the stop motion is good on the and the creature effects are good, so I enjoyed that element of it. And it's just you know it's fun to fun to watch 
even if it's kind of dumb and cheesy. And then, so we watched that, and then I watched uh, one episode of Antiques Roadshow this week because John Hodgman was on it. Oh. And he's, like, my favorite human. Uh, so I had to watch, and he had, like, this old cash register and some stuff, so that was fun. Um, I don't normally watch Antiques Roadshow, but Hodgman. And then I watched uh, Collateral, which is one of my favorite Tom Cruise movies of all time. It is one of the only times ever that Tom Cruise has played a bad guy, because Scientology doesn't let him. And, uh, it's, you know, have you seen that? Uh, I have not. Okay, it's Jamie Foxx and Tom Cruise, and Jamie Foxx is a cab driver, and Tom Cruise is oh, making yes. him... Yeah, he's making him go around. Tom Cruise is so good in this movie as a bad guy. He plays such a good, scary bad guy. It's just such a good movie. And it's on, it's on Prime right now. Um, if anyone listening has not seen Collateral, it's a really, really good movie. Doesn't he play the bad guy in Tropic Thunder, too? Yeah, but that's like a like a corporate kind of bad guy, you know? So he's just kind of a jerk in that. In this, he's evil. You know, he's like a sociopath hitman. Mm. But he's really... Also, Jason Statham, Jason Statham is in it for like four seconds. He has one line at the beginning, which I thought was funny. Uh, he's got like a little baby face because it's from 2004. But yeah, uh, Collateral's a great movie. Great Tom Cruise villain movie. Plus, he, he's got like gray hair. Which, for some reason, he never... He always has, like, the dyed black hair. But he looks good with gray hair, so... Tom Cruise, Collateral, great movie. I watched uh, Greenland, the movie that we talked about the trailer, the disaster yes, movie. Yes, I'm very interested. So, uh, for, for a disaster movie, one of the better disaster movies I've seen for the human element... The special effects, the CG for, like, the explosions and stuff wasn't the best. So it didn't have the best, like, explosion effects. The human part of it was really good. Uh, I felt like it was, it was in a lot of ways, pretty realistic. In, in ways that sometimes were uncomfortable and then sometimes were very nice. So I liked it. I liked watching it. It was It's on HBO right now. Oh, sweet. So I can go watch it. Yeah, it was worth watching. Uh... I won't I won't say too much because it's so new. I don't want to spoil it, but it, yeah. I thought it was good. Uh, I watched the Manchurian Candidate from two thousand four as well. Mm-hmm. I I was I I never saw that before. I thought that was going to be better than it was. I was a little disappointed. Have you seen that? I have. I mean, I saw it in in two thousand and four. Yeah. Um, I remember it being because I never saw the original, so I thought it was interesting. Uh, it's got Leif Schreiber in it, right? Yeah, Leif Schreiber. Uh, it's got Anthony Mackie, and he's like a a tiny baby. <laughs> uh, I didn't know he was in it. I don't Denzel. Remember uh, yeah, it it was pretty. Oh, uh, Meryl Streep. But yeah, it was just it wasn't as I was expecting because when I see Denzel Washington and Meryl Streep, my hype level was too high and it was just a little slow yeah. for me okay so and then i watched last night i watched those who wish me dead the angelina jolie movie the firefighter movie mm-hmm. uh, with john bernthal that is a fun good thriller movie uh i was glad that i watched it on hbo and not paid to see it so it was pretty it was pretty you know it was pretty good but it wasn't like exceptional it was just a good thriller movie okay Okay. There's one element of it that I didn't expect to be a thing that was my favorite thing 
that they did, and I don't want to spoil it, but it's just one character who could have been a helpless character was the least helpless character, which I enjoyed. Nice. So, would I, do you think I would like it? I'd say uh, you could watch it. You might look at your phone a bit. Yeah. Uh, if you didn't watch it, you'd probably be fine. Okay. But I, I liked it. And see, I like wilderness movies, and I like Angelina Jolie. So I, it's, I'm biased, and I don't know how to judge it without those two elements. Okay. Maybe I'll look at my phone to it. We'll see. I gotta watch. I, I'm yeah. gonna watch that uh, that Greenland first, though, for sure. Greenland was good. Yeah. Yeah. All right, folks. Well, that's what we done had watched. And let's talk about some here new news. Welcome to the Dumb Dudes News Network. The Dumb Dudes News hot off the presses. Uh, Buddy boy, we got some fun things here. We've got... So first of all, we've got this article. And I'm going to pull quotes from it because... and, And you can too... This was uh, this came from the uh, this this site IndieWire. The the, <laughs> the headline is Mickey Rourke prefers real acting in quotations over that crap in quotations acting in Marvel movies. So he prefers real acting over that that crap acting in Marvel movies. Mickey Rourke said this. Yes. Mickey Rourke, who wears a mask of himself when he's in movies. Here's the funniest thing about it, is the reason he said all this is because he started watching Law and Order SVU. <laughs> and he's holding Law and Order SVU up as the paramount of, of human ability in acting. It's hard to even take, you know, it's hard to take this seriously, but this article says, uh, Rourke's latest MCU jab came while praising Law and Order Special Victims Unit, which the actor only recently discovered while in quarantine. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> unbelievable i i don't i don't even know like how do you make even heads or tails of such a thing and 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 the fact that it's coming from him he did say one thing that he's not for the time frame of iron man 2 that he was in is not entirely wrong he said at the end of the day you've got some nerd with a pocket full of money calling the shots favreau didn't call the shots i wish he would have he's talking about ike perlmutter there and you, uh, as you remember from past episodes, we are the pearl mutter punchers, the, per, the puncher mutters. That's us. The that's puncher a, mutters. The puncher so mutter. I agree with him uh, that that at that time frame, Ike Perlmutter was shackling the creative control of the directors. So he's right about that. But he doesn't he doesn't evolve with the times, Mickey Rourke. So he didn't realize that that the 2015 uh, coup in which Kevin Feige seized control over Marvel Studios, has basically deleted that from existence. As bad as uh, Perlmutter was, uh, I'll still take those early Marvel movies over a marathon of Law & Order SVU. Right, I mean, I like all the early Marvel movies. It's just I understand what he was saying in that situation, but he's still wrong. Yeah. And he also looks like uh, a drowned victim. (laughs) <laughs> oh, so anyway. Mickey Rourke looks like that zombie that was in the well in season one of The Walking Dead. <laughs> oh god, he he looks like um, Vincent D'Onofrio in Men in Black. Edgar, <laughs> your skin is falling off your face. Edgar, what on earth was that? <laughs> it's Law and Order SVU. I don't make fun of. I don't. I don't uh, feel bad about making fun of Mickey Rourke's appearance because he did it to himself. <laughs> 
as as we often uh <laughs> we put the disclaimer out often right yeah i don't usually do it it's just for with him he did it to himself and i believe he's ugly on the inside yeah hey talk, let's talk about this knives out man they dropped a whole lot of cash on this didn't netflix it was netflix right yeah i think netflix paid 450 million dollars for the second and third streaming rights for these movies gosh that's so much money Mm-hmm. that's uh i i would be all right having that much money that would, i would be set for life i would never wear i'd retire oh yeah me too i'd just be a hobby man but uh speaking of people who could probably retire dave batista katherine hahn janelle monet edward norton have all uh joined the cast of knives out and i just that's a very good cast i love all those people yeah we liked uh both of us like the original Knives Out, so yeah, give us more. That's fine. I don't know that I want it that bad, but I'll definitely watch it. Especially on Netflix. Yeah. It, it originally showed on Amazon, right? Yeah. it was. Well, it was in theaters, and then the first place that it went to after theaters was Amazon. Okay. So yeah. I was going to say, it's one thing Amazon didn't screw up, but they didn't really do this. No, they just, got, they just had it streaming first. Yeah. So that that's a fun. That's going to be fun. Uh, definitely watch that. And then um, the we have an unsubstantiated. Uh, this is I don't know if this is news. This is more of an unsubstantiated rumor. Uh, Captain America, uh, the new one, Anthony Mackie, uh, he will have an appearance in Black Panther. Black Panther. Black Pan- <laughs> <laughs> Black Panther. Wakanda Forever. That's the new Black Panther movie. And uh, do you think he's going to show up? I think it would be fun if they had a little Easter egg or at least a little cameo, cameo. where Shuri is making his suit. Oh, yes, yes. Or maybe he comes and gets it like a repair done or something, you know? Yeah. And I think that I think that could be, because I think they're going to want to integrate some, some more characters into that movie, uh, having lost Chadwick Boseman, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, all right, so, the, so that's just a rumor. And then what's this next piece here? I put this on cryptic, cryptically because I wanted... If you hadn't heard about this, I wanted you to hear about it here first. Uh, so, Legends of the Hidden Temple is getting a reboot on the on the CW. On the, I didn't know it was on the CW. That's right. The CW saved the show after it was initially planned for Quibi, <laughs> which no longer exists. Oh, wow. Um... <laughs> Is it going to be kids doing it, or is it going to be adults doing it? It's going to be adults doing it at this time. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm curious. I'll be honest. Yeah. See, I, I know you love Legends of the Hidden Temple, and uh, you're sort of against the CW most of the time, but now it has resurrected a thing that you love. Oh, I'm torn, man. I'm kind of torn. Yeah, the team names will be color and jungle themed. Uh, we got blue barracudas, purple parrots, orange iguanas, red jaguars, green monkeys, and silver snakes. Uh, the final challenge will be held in Olmec's temple. Uh, the original co-creator Scott Stone is serving as an executive producer. So, uh, the time, the premiere date and time slot have not been announced yet, but uh, that's what's happening so far. Interesting. Okay. Well, we'll we'll keep our eye on this one. <laughs> Uh, and then finally, we have an alternate trailer for you. It's the official trailer for the Indiana Jones 40th Anniversary Collection, which unfortunately includes the fourth film. I was legit confused watching this trailer. There was clips from this movie in there, 
that I was just like, what is this? Like, what is this? Why does he look so old? And then I remembered there was a fourth movie <laughs> that I had blocked from my mind just in this past couple months. Yeah, I tried to block it in my mind as well, and I was actually hoping it wouldn't be included, and we would just kind of like forget about it. Like, let's not let's not give it attention that it exists, but they unfortunately did. Uh, I will say it's a fun, like, if you had never, I tried to imagine myself having never seen Indiana Jones, and I'm watching this trailer, I was, and then I, when I did that, I was like, oh man, I gotta see this movie, or these movies, I gotta see that, this looks awesome. Yep, it's pretty much the the greatest that there is, you know, it's a pulp hero from like the 40s, which is kind of my exact aesthetic. Uh, that fourth one, I just don't like that fourth one, when I bought the Blu-rays, I was at Best Buy, and I could have gotten the four-pack Blu-ray for, like, $30. Or I could spend $36 and buy the first three individually, and I bought the first three yep. Yep. <laughs> individually because yep. I didn't want the fourth one. You didn't want the Donald Duck comic garbage fourth movie. Uh, yeah. So... Anyway, go watch that trailer. It's fun. It'll make you want to watch those movies. My kids have not seen those movies. Not old enough yet, I don't think. Yeah, you got to get to an age where uh, melting Nazis is fine. Yeah, we're not quite there yet. So, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I was thinking about the propeller scene from. Uh, is it Last Crusade? The propeller. The, scene? the propeller is from Raiders. Isn't oh, it's Raiders. It? Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, there's a there's that one scene in Captain America where he's on that little like bomb plane, and the guy the guy goes right through that and turns <laughs> into mist. Yep. I was like, oh. I forgot about that. I mean, in Indiana Jones, it it doesn't it cuts away. Yeah, it cuts away. So, yep. Uh, all right, so that's all the new news, and uh, let's let's move along to the question times. The questions times. This is a pretty simple question times this week. This is just that we're sort of at the beginning of summer. We're heading into summer, uh, summer season. Uh, restrictions are going away uh, vaccinations are bountiful and uh, we just kind of want to know what 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 are you looking forward to this summer like what are we going to do like what's going on this summer ben what are you going to do this summer well nick i've got uh some tastes here lately now that i'm fully vaxxed it's been two weeks since my last shot so like i'm like for real vaxxed and uh, i've got a few tastes of what this summer's going to be like buddy and let me tell you it's good. I went to a car show today. No masks. Nobody had masks. It was totally fine outside. It was it was great. Uh, you know, uh, went to work. We were not wearing masks. Uh, you know, I don't usually go into the office because this was you know the office is in Atlanta, uh, but I was at the office. No masks. Just being inside with people talking. Man, it just felt so good. Like it's like it's like you're a human and you're meant to see the whole face when you communicate and that's what it was and it was just so much better i haven't forgotten how good it was i'm i was reminded of how good it was and so i'm just i'm just ready for that human interaction man yeah i just want i want movies to come out i really just want movies to come out like i can't wait to see black widow there's movies coming out that i normally wouldn't see in theater that i'm gonna see in theater uh just so i can go do stuff like i'm gonna see green knight in theater oh yes um can't wait for dune dune comes out that's either i think that's october so that's yeah. not really summer but it's still a thing i'm gonna do so i'm gonna just i'm gonna see some extra movies uh i just want to go i just want to go places 
it felt good to travel. I'll tell you that driving over to Atlanta and up to Dawsonville, Georgia. Gosh, it just felt good to hit the road, just get out of the house, you know, and see, meet people, meet new people. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I haven't done that in, in forever. But yeah, that's what I want. Oh, mostly what I want to do most of all is I want to go to Cops, which is a burger custard place in Wisconsin. You're going to take I want to go to Cops. Yes, we're going to go and we're going to get some food and we're going to sit out on the patio and eat it. And we're going to just enjoy cops that that sounds so good in my mind it sound that just the proposition sounds so good mm-hmm. so you should probably head on up here yeah i need to look at the race schedule for road america and then kind of go off of that so i want to make it happen this i'd actually like to make it happen this summer so yeah i'm, I'm down okay cool cool all right so uh is that all you're looking forward to this summer other than that, just I haven't been to, to visit Jay and Wendy in forever since 2019. So we're going for Memorial Day weekend uh, to visit friend of the show, uh, Jay and Wendy. And I can't wait for that because that's one of my favorite things to do is just go chill with them. And haven't been there since July of 2019. So it might as well be a million years ago. Pretty much. So looking forward to that. And. Just let us know what, what you're looking to forward to this summer. Yeah, let us know, folks. Write into us, and we won't tell you how to write into us at this moment. You'll have to wait for later in the show. Yep. Where where Nick will do it, because he always does it. Because that's the way it is, folks. I have secrets. Hey, let's talk about these here new, new. New, new, new. New, new trailers, folks. We have an Adele Dezine. Adele Dezine. We almost had a Baker's Dezine. Because I thought there was a trailer for some Friends reunion show that's going to be on HBO. But all it was was them walking down a hallway, so I struck it from the record. That's not worth it. No. If you like Friends, though, there's going to be some reunion special on HBO Max on, on May 27th. So. Yeah, I'm not a Friends fan, so I don't care. There's your PSA, folks. There, there it is. Wow, what oh. service we provide here, uh, folks. Uh, this first trailer that we've got here is called Venom Let There Be Carnage. It's not called Venom Maximum Carnage. It's called Venom Let There Be Carnage. Yep. Uh, as we have done for the last several weeks, uh, we're starting with my favorite one at the top, although I have two tied for favorite this week. Uh, this is one of my two favorites. I think this looks great. The voiceover by Woody Harrelson is the best part of the trailer because Woody is great. I love Woody Woody Harrelson. I am cautiously optimistic about this because it's not Marvel Studios. It I was just okay on the first one. Um, Venom is one of my favorite villains, anti-heroes, whatever you want to call him in the Marvel Universe. And so I have like super high expectations they were those were not met by the first movie so i'm just you know this is not marvel studios so i'm not expecting that level of quality but i hope that they go as far as they can i had really low expectations for the first movie being that it was uh sony without marvel uh the director ruben fleischer uh he he had done a couple things that were good but he wasn't like a power hitter by any means uh but this one i have higher expectations because andy circus directed it and i love andy circus and woody harrelson is a much better villain as carnage than than riot and riz ahmed is a great actor but riot is not a great villain 
And so I didn't care about Riot. And so the first one was just, you know, it was all right. I liked it. It was fine. I just, I know this one will be better because of Woody. I do love Woody Harrelson. I do. Uh, and I like Andy Serkis, too. So it could be a good combo there. I feel like I liked the first one uh, a lot more than I thought I was going to. And this one will be better than the first one, so I will like it. All right, well, we will just have to see. We will just have to see, folks. Um, all right, so uh, trailer number two here is called Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon Eternal. Is it really called Pretty Guardian? Yeah, that, that's that's the whole title. I think Jess said that this was some a movie that was like uh, looked like it was condensing a season of something into a movie. I'm not sure how accurate that is, but mostly I put this on here because uh, I wanted to mention that I used to watch Sailor Moon at like 6 a.m. sometimes because I would have to get up for the school bus and Sailor Moon was on when I had to get up. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think it was for me too. I don't know that I ever... I, I've maybe seen a couple of episodes of it. I actually think this is two movies, uh, this uh, Eternal thing, isn't it? Is it two movies? It's probably two movies. I think it's like a just a condensed version of one of the shows. Okay. So it's like a like an abridged version. It, the, the animation is definitely modern. It's not that grainy, you know, stuff from the 80s or whatever. Yeah, I like the animation of this one. Um, it looked good. It looked like a good update on the on the original. Yeah. The English... I, I tell you what I'm not a fan of is that English dub. It's, it's the, the voice actors in this, not great in my opinion. I concur. Uh, Sailor Moon sounded sort of like original Sailor Moon, but... Sometimes villains in cartoons, like, they overdo the graveliness of the voice. Yeah, so I don't know. This is not for us, but it, it exists. If you like Sailor Moon, hey, there you go. It's for Sailor Moon fans. Indeed. Uh, all right, so trailer number three is Fatherhood. Yeah, this is a Kevin Hart movie. Uh, the plot being, a father brings up his baby girl as a single dad after the unexpected death of his wife who died a day after their daughter's birth. So this is Kevin Hart doing a dramatic movie with elements of funniness to it. Yeah, this looks like it, it might be a tearjerker even. Uh, it's, uh, I tell you, single parenting, that's a big oof. Uh, it's hard enough being a parent when you have another parent helping you. Yeah, it's definitely a lot of work. Uh I bet I don't know if I wonder if people who who are single parents if they find this empowering to have a movie about it or if they just don't want to watch it because they're like yes I live this all the time. Yeah, that is a great question. I should probably ask a single parent that. Well, I don't know. They probably don't know this exists. We're, we're probably the only people that know this exists. Maybe if anyone hears this and has an opinion on that, you can let us know because uh, I gen- right. I genuinely don't know. Nick will be telling you how to write into us. I will. Okay, trailer number four is Solos. Yeah, this is a cool-looking premise thing on... uh, This is going to be on Amazon. And the plot of this is seven unique character-driven stories. Each character will set off on a thrilling adventure in an uncertain future, and they'll come to reckon that even during our most isolated moments, we are all connected through the human experience. And this has elements of science fiction to it. There's like uh, Helen Mirren in a spaceship. Uh, Anne Hathaway's got a segment. I like Anne Hathaway. I like Zach Braff. He's directing hers. Uh, Morgan Freeman is in it. Uh, Anthony Mackie is in it. Dan Stevens is in it. So a sci-fi thing on Amazon. 
with people I like and directors that I like. I'll check this out. The tra- This trailer, to me, had sort of uh, some Cloud Atlas trailer vibes to it. Yeah, fully. I fully agree. It totally does. And, I mean, it's, you know, it's obviously it's different, but that's just kind of the vibe that I got. So, this could be interesting. Um, uh, I, the, the Helen Mirren in space angle kind of was like, mm, let me, I might be interested in this. I like it. Uh, much like Cloud Atlas, it made me think of The Fountain as well. Oh, where yeah. Where it sort of jumps yeah. through all the different time periods yes. with the same kind of characters that are connected. So, I thought maybe it was sort of along the lines of The Fountain. Yeah, I think that's probably a good call. I think you're probably right. Yeah. But it's a low barrier to entry either way, being on Amazon, which I have. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, all right, so that is coming out on Amazon. And then, ne- oh, yeah, okay, here's my favorite of the list, buddy. Yeah, this is my other favorite. Equally favorite, but all this right. is probably going to be better. Oh, yeah, so this is a trailer for The Green Knight, which we have been waiting for. I mean, we've been waiting for anything about this movie for months. Yes. So, if you go back in our episodes a year ago, we were talking about a trailer for The Green Knight coming out, and they pushed it because of COVID. They just shelved it completely. So, they they weren't... They were like, we don't need to shuffle this. We're just going to wait until we can put it out. And so, now, finally, they can put it out. So, they released this full trailer for it, because we only ever had a, a teaser. Mm-hmm. And not only does it maintain my interest for the whole year but this full trailer i want to see it even more it's it's an incredible trailer uh this is this movie is going to have a feel to it like the aesthetic of this the the way it's lit the way it's shot the the, i mean the the mists and the costumes and just the the special effects are it's all just very weird um but i think it's going to be sort of this like magical otherworldly don't you think like it's going to transport you maybe yeah fully uh a24 movies are really good at at uh tone. doing a tone and also a setting so like uh, midsummer was an a24 movie and the setting of midsummer was so uh immersive it like you you had weird feelings that you were also trapped in this town in in Sweden. So I feel like in the green night here, you're going to feel like you're in the woods with him, you know, like you're going to feel that, that you're in the wilderness with all these weird creatures. And there's like a Fox that could talk that was like guiding him. And because he's playing Gawain, uh, Dev Patel is playing Gawain and the green Knight is like that tree thing. And, uh, he has to like challenge him. The plot here says a fantasy retelling of the medieval story of Sir Gawain and the Green Knight, which if it's an Arthurian legend, so you know that you you can look it up if you want to know what it's about. But uh, we got a good cast beyond Dev Patel, Alicia Vikander is in it, Joel Edgerton is in it, uh, uh, Ralph Ineson, he's great. He's uh, he's in some other A twenty four movies. He was in the The Witch. He was uh, he's got a really great English voice. He's got that deep English voice. So he's the Green Knight. So everything about this looks good. I cannot wait. I, I'm very much looking forward to this. Is it coming out this year? I wish IMDb made it a little more obvious when it was coming out, but it says July 30th, 2021. Sweet. So this summer. Yeah. So two months. So that is one thing I will be seeing in theater this yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Uh, very cool. Uh, 
Okay, so next up we have Stillwater with Matt Damon. Yeah, uh, this also comes out on July 30th, so if you have to pick between The Green Knight and Stillwater, I'm going to find myself at The Green Knight that day. Uh, I don't know that I'll ever see Stillwater, probably. No, the the plot of Stillwater is a father travels from Oklahoma to France to help his daughter who has been arrested for murder. Okay, it's Matt Damon as Lawrence the Cable Man. He's basically dressed as Larry the Cable Guy, but like... Like a, he's like a dark, gritty reboot of Larry, Larry the Cable Guy in this movie. He is. Uh, I, I can't think... This, it's quite the juxtaposition to put a man from Oklahoma in, uh, in France. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like a guy who, you know, 20 years ago would have said Freedom Fries. <laughs> yeah, he looks like he'd have a browning ammo hat. <laughs> yes. Or, a, or like a, a camo... Uh, Bass Pro Shops hat. Yeah, or like a camo pickup truck. Yes. Spray-painted uh, pickup truck with rust with on a, it. With a Punisher logo used inappropriately on the window. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Matt Damon's just doing stuff, I guess. This is not... This seems like a thing that Josh Brolin would do ironically, not a thing that Matt, Matt Damon would do on purpose. Yeah, I don't, Matt Damon, he's not, I like Matt Damon, don't get me wrong. I'm not, like, looking to, like, for him to be in stuff. So I'm not going to say that he's, like, wasted on this because I don't necessarily care. Uh, But it's just, like, this is, like, a, this seems like an in-between project for him. That's the best, yeah, I agree with everything you just said, so. Yeah. All right, so that's Stillwater. Okay, so then next we have a trailer for Lizzie's, Lizzie's. I think it's Lysy's. Lysy's story. Lysy's story, this is coming to you from J.J. Uh, J. Abrams and Stephen King. Yeah, so the plot of this, it, it just says a widow becomes the object of a dangerous stalker obsessed with her husband's work. Uh, this is a Stephen King story that I have not read, but just just bought. So I don't know too much about it, but I do like uh, Stephen King. I like Clive Owen. I like Julianne Moore. And I like J.J. Abrams most of the time. This, the, my only problem with this is that you, I'm not sure you're going to be able to tell what's real and what's imaginary. And they, I mean, she even asked the question like a couple of times in this trailer. So, eh. I can tell you from my experience with Stephen King, it's, it's always real. <laughs> 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 the Stephen King stuff is the only. There's only. I've read a lot of Stephen King. There's one Stephen King thing that I can think of where the uh, psycho or the supernatural danger element wasn't real, and that's uh, Nona, which is a short story in Skeleton Crew. But everything else, it's always real. So I, I would expect it to be real. Is this somehow connected to the Gunslinger? Everything is if it's Stephen King. Okay. Yeah, the Dark Tower. Everything, all, all beams go towards the tower. Oh, okay. Uh, I thought that was the case. I, I, you know, but I don't know. Langoliers. Yep, it's all connected. <laughs> like Marvel. Uh, okay, so then we have a trailer for Extreme, and this is spelled X Trim. <laughs> yeah, X Treme. X It's uh, after the show Treme got canceled on HBO. All the former cast members got together, and they're the X Treme. They're not as cool as the X Men, but if you if you rearrange the letters, it could say X Mert. X Mert. Yeah, these are 
The plot of this movie is two years after the murder of his son and father, a retired hitman sets in motion a carefully crafted revenge plan against the killer, his own brother. Uh, this is a standard shoot-em-up. Uh, I think your description of it is the most accurate. <laughs> yes, it is a Spanish Liam Neeson movie. Yes, this is the kind of movie that Liam Neeson makes almost exclusively now, uh, despite the fact that he used to be in things like Schindler's List and Gangs of New York. <laughs> uh, and Batman. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just like, what? Stop making... Don't make... He made that Snowplow movie, and I was like, oh, Liam, <laughs> you were you were Qui-Gon Jinn, man. Oh, my God, he was Qui-Gon Jinn. Yeah. Yeah, well, this is this is a Spanish language version of of that kind of movie, and uh, he looks like he gets beat up like the Punisher, mm-hmm. and shot and stuff. And uh, and there you have it, folks. Extreme. Yep. So, action movie. There's nothing wrong with that. This is, but this is this is an action movie with a name right out of like 1994. Oh, I was for sure certain that Vin Diesel was in this movie when I clicked on it originally because you <laughs> yeah. added it to the list here, and I was, I was surprised to find no Vin Diesel. He wasn't anywhere in the movie. I the movie has an X in it. I'm pretty sure you have to have him. He's triple X. Nick went and w- went and watched it through a second time because he he thought maybe he missed Vin Diesel the first time. Yeah, I was confused. So at the absence of Vin Diesel does not in- indicate a Vin Diesel property. He's like a unicorn. <laughs> Vin Diesel corn. Vin Diesel. <laughs> I think I think any Vin Diesel uh anyone who reminds me of Vin Diesel that isn't Vin Diesel, I always call Von Leded. <laughs> oh, Vin Diesel corn. What's a movie where we're missing the Van Diesel the Vin Diesel corn? Extreme. <laughs> <laughs> What's Elysium? That movie Elysium? Yeah. That that was that was uh missing the Vin Diesel corn. Yeah, that was Matt Damon as the Vin Diesel corn. But Matt Damon fills in for other actors. Like sometimes he's Mark Wahlberg, sometimes he's Matt Damon, you know. Sometimes he's Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, do you ever see the movie uh the Steven Soderbergh movie uh Contagion? Yeah, I like that movie. Right. But that's Matt Damon in that movie, not Mark Wahlberg. Watch that movie. You'll, he looks exactly the same as Mark Wahlberg. Really? Look at a picture right now of Matt Damon from uh, the movie Contagion. And even if you're listening to this and you're not driving, I want you to look at Matt Damon in uh, the movie Contagion. He looks exactly like Mark Wahlberg. I have a theory... That Mark Wahlberg bit him when they were filming The Departed, and he slowly turned into him in Contagion. That's quite the theory. I'm certain it's true. And the Vin Diesel corn was not far behind. We need to play a game called um, Vin Diesel corn, and, and we <laughs> and we say we name like five movies, and you have to say yes or no. Vin Diesel was in it. <laughs> Triple X in it. Uh, quadruple X probably in it. X gonna give it to you. <laughs> X versus Sever. <laughs> Ballistic? Yeah. The worst movie title ever. Is he in Saving Private Ryan? He is. He gets shot by the sniper. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I don't know if he's in Ballistic. Is he? I'm going to say no, he's not in Ballistic. X versus Sever. Okay, you got I made that one up, so you, you got it. You got the point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. 
All right, folks, let's move on to trailer number nine on our list here, which is Hero Mode. Yeah, so this is a real bad one that Steph sent me, a friend of the show. And uh, the, the plot of this is, a teenage coding genius has just 30 days to create the world's greatest video game or his family loses everything. No pressure. Uh, this movie is a crime against the time of Sean Astin. And it also has Marilyn Ricegub, who you may know as Gail the Snail from Always Sunny in Philadelphia, or Chloe from 24. Uh, Mira Sorvino is in it, and I haven't heard of anyone else in this. Oh, uh, J- Jerry from Parks and Rec is in it as well. Yeah, uh, and then the guy from uh, The Office. Uh, Creed, Creed. Creed, yeah, Creed from The Office. Yeah, he's in it too. The, what you said, this is a crime against Sean Astin's time, 100%. You know, we, we lately have seen these actors that we love, you know, The Tooch, um, Paul Bettany, uh, and now Sean Astin, where they are doing, they're taking on projects that we consider a waste of their time. Mm-hmm. This is absolutely a waste of Sean Astin's time. I saw, I saw Sean Astin on screen. I was like, get rid of these kids. Give me more Sean Astin. And they gave me a little bit, not enough, but then, but the this just looks so bad. You, it, this, this is cringy. You put this as pretty cringy. It, it, it is. It is. This is a cringy trailer, but the thing is, is that Sean Astin helped take the ring to Mordor. Like Frodo wouldn't have made it without Sean Astin. And I, the fact that we as a society can take someone like Sean Astin, who is in Lord of the Rings. And then, due to our own, our own callousness, allow him to be in, in Fifty First Dates and uh, Season Two of Stranger Things, and this when he should be held up aloft on a on a pedestal of being Samwise Gamgee, instrumental in the defeat of Sauron, is just tragic to me. Tra- I think it is a tragedy. I think you're right. I think you're right. So this is this just made me sad, and uh, and we're done with this. Hope you, hope it never comes out. Yeah, this is bad, and uh, we as a society need to do better for Sean Astin, a hero who saved Middle Earth. That do better, do better. Okay, then we have a trailer, a very strange trailer. I thought for something called Skater Girl. Uh, she said, "See you later, girl." <laughs> that would be the only Avril Lavigne reference in this segment. Uh, <laughs> The plot of this is when a teen in rural India discovers a life-changing passion for skateboarding, she faces a rough road as she follows her dream to compete. So there's this girl from New Zealand that goes to India, and uh, she's like skating with this other girl, and the New Zealand girl wants to build a skate park. So it's sort of like introducing skating as a, a hobby in India. And I was watching this movie, and it's... The only thing that it was a weird movie. It might be good. It might might be boring. I don't know. Uh, the trailer was interesting, and certainly, this just made me feel very American. The fact that that this was skate skateboarding is not a worldwide thing was very strange to me. Every once in a while, you just have these weird ignorances made known to you. I had, I had never considered that skateboarding was not ubiquitous all over the place you know and the fact that it would be revolutionary in this way this looked like the indian version of z boys and dogtown i don't know that i've ever even heard of that it's a documentary about uh, skating in the 80s 
Oh, okay. It's really good. I don't even like documentaries really, and and that's a good one. And I, I don't I don't skate. I just hung out with the skateboarders in high school. I don't I don't skate, but I wore like the skateboard like some skateboarding vans uh, in college. Uh, Rally XLTs. I had both colors. I had the white and red ones, and I had the navy blue and the gum bottom ones. Great shoes, man. I saw Adidas was making some Simpsons shoes. They made some Flaming Moe's shoes that I kind of wanted. Are they special edition, or can you just get them anytime? I don't know. I, I was I saw them on Instagram once, and then I haven't seen the post again, so I, I'll have to Google it. They were all, someone was also making some uh, Creature of the Black Lagoon shoes that Jess was looking at. Uh, Super 7, the toy company, mixed with some, I think, Skechers, maybe? And uh, making some Universal Monsters shoes, but... Yeah, so skater shoes. Skater girl, see you later, girl. See you later. I wonder if this is going to have Bollywood dancing in it. If it was made in India, yes, it will, because that is legally mandated. That's going to be interesting, because this is Netflix, so I don't know if this was made in it. I mean, they speak, they're speaking, uh, is it Hindi, maybe? I don't know. It, yeah, there's so many languages in, in India. That's, can, that's why I hesitate to say. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> for my job, I have to find language of instruction for schools in india and i have a big list of them and there's like 14 15 16 like primary languages you know it's probably hindi but you know it might not have been yeah uh all right so then uh trailer number 11 on the list is called the protege with maggie q michael keaton in this yeah and samuel jackson oh yeah that's right that's right uh the the plot of this one is the is this follows Anna and Rembrandt, two of the world's lead assassins who share a mysterious past from Vietnam. For years, they traversed the globe competing. Anyway, uh, competing or competing for high-profile contacts. So they are against each other. Michael Keaton versus Maggie Q. Uh, this looks anything. Anytime Maggie Q shows up, you're going to get a good stunt showcase. Uh, Maggie Q rules. She's a, she's a stunt performer, basically that became an actor. Uh, Michael Keaton is one of my favorite people in movies, so I like him. I like stunt movies, uh, so I will probably watch this if it's easy to get. Though I, I do, as a, as a, someone who studies the stunts of movies very in-depthly, the way that they do glass breaks in movies, when they throw someone through a glass, is there's a little charge in the base of the sugar glass, and the, uh, the stunt coordinator will hit the charge before the person impacts the glass which shatters the glass which makes it easier for the stunt performer to go through the glass and every so often you'll see them crack the glass too early and in this trailer is is a very prominent instance of them hitting the button to crack the glass about a half second before the body hits the glass so your your real good stunt coordinators will hit it pretty much at the same exact time, and you will never notice these things. I didn't know that they did that. I always thought it was just weak enough glass that they could just blast right through it. Yeah, most of the time they they have a, it has a little charge and it sends a current through the window and it, it uh, fragments it. Okay. So it's this button, especially if a vehicle or something is going through the glass, then there's always that. But most of the time with people too, so it'll it'll splinter it and fracture it and then they go through it and it, it goes through a lot easier okay cool yeah so the i will say the first stunt rubbed me the wrong way like they led the trailer let off the trailer with the stunt where she grabs a hose 
and drops literally like three stories down and she's holding the hose with just one hand and just has no trouble just stopping like it, it like the, the hose runs out and she just is she's cool doesn't yeah. just doesn't let go doesn't dislocate a shoulder like does she have super strength in this because that is a you would have to have superhuman strength to do this if you want to see a very realistic portrayal of what that would actually look like in the movie i just watched with angelina jolie uh those who wish me dead she jumps off of a fire tower with a rope and it it chews her hands up uh as soon as it catches she falls and she falls about 13 feet and is knocked out and then she wakes up a couple hours later and her hands are destroyed yeah that's that's what would happen uh-huh that was angelina julie had a lot of good moments in that movie and that was one of them also there's one part where the, there's like a lightning thing and this kid says uh getting hit by lightning made you weird and she goes i was already weird <laughs> <laughs> that was a good movie i liked it nice uh, all right, so then final trailer, the Adele DeZinth trailer is The Forever Purge. We saved the dumbest for last for you. We did. There are, I don't know how many uh, Purge movies there are at this point, but is I almost wonder, is this becoming a genre? I, I think it's not yet because it's still, I haven't seen, I don't think I've seen this outside of The Purge that I can think of. Yeah, the concept is, and it's not this concept is not outside this yeah. line of movies. So, in order for it to be a genre, it needs I th- I would need two more non-parody examples of this. Uh, but for now, it's just a long-running series of horror movies. Now, I saw the first one because it had Ethan Hawke in it and Lena Headey, and it might it was either Ethan Hawke or Kevin Bacon. I sometimes confuse them. Uh, so one of those guys. Both of them are good, and Lena Headey. And uh, that was ages ago, but I think it was only 2013. <laughs> you know? So, But this is coming out in July of this year, and the plot of this is all the rules are broken as a sect of lawless marauders decides that the annual purge does not stop at daybreak and instead should never end. And while watching this trailer, and the purge ends, and there's these guys that decide they're still going to keep murdering... How is that different than just any movie about murderers, right? Like, how is this not just Straw Dogs at this point? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I I feel like they're getting to the end of the rope on ideas for these. Oh, for sure. Because the Forever Purge is just crime, (laughs) right? Like, it's just these guys are just doing crime. Yeah, and like I guess they're in some town or something, but like, do the police and the army or whatever, they don't like start back up in the morning they're not back they're not out saying okay like we're gonna you know put a stop to crime or whatever the the trailer made it very clear that the police were back on duty and like the army were like because it said police and blah 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 have been reinstated the purge is over and josh lucas or whoever josh lucas might be the good guy but he's in this movie uh some dude who is the bad guy was like we're gonna still do crimes and i was like well this isn't the purge then this is just now a crime movie (laughs) we've abandoned the conceit that we are within the purge and now we're just at crimes this is straw dogs (laughs) we've abandoned the plot (laughs) i've abandoned my plot (laughs) i've abandoned my plot (laughs) oh yeah this is dumb 
Yeah, all right. I probably won't see this. Nah. Sorry. Mm, bye. All right, that's all the new, new trailers. And, uh, folks, that brings us to the trailer mailers. You've got mail. We have two trailer mailers because last week our questions times was what superhero would you take up the mantle for? And as we remember, Kevin and Elaine both said Green Lantern, and we demanded that they turn in homework and explain what they would do with the Green Lantern ring, and they, they could not do a giant fist or a minigun. Did they deliver? They did. Kevin delivered very quickly via email, saying, Honestly, using the ring to create a bubble of energy around myself just to fly really fast and safely out into space is rad in its own right just to explore other worlds or to cruise around Earth. If you're exclusively talking the energy construct power of the ring, though, I find the concept of Looney Tunesing an enemy to be incredibly funny, so I'd probably open a fight by dropping a giant energy anvil or piano on them for the laughs. Maybe I picked the wrong green guy. Maybe I should have picked the mask. Oops. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty good, Kevin. That sounds like a Kevin answer there. Definitely. Elaine said, let me turn in my homework. This is like C-grade material, LOL. But I would probably pretend I had a different Patronus for my various moods. Feeling magical? A unicorn. Feeling mischievous? Niffler. That's that stealing prairie dog. That stealing prairie dog from episode, like, three. Yeah, go back and look. It's the name of the episode. Oh, okay. (laughs) That thieving prairie dog. Uh, Feeling lazy? A sloth. And if you're moody, a honey badger. And for actual superhero things, since lots of DC minions seem to be giant versions of bugs, I would make a giant electric fly swatter and zap all those nasty flies. She gets bonus points for making an electric fly swatter and not just a regular fly swatter. I wonder what 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 if she was just turned into like that that stationary purple light you know that used to used to have <laughs> the one in Ant Man where Yellow Jacket flies into it. Yeah, yeah, that thing. <laughs> <laughs> that would work too. Yeah, I don't know. Do they still sell that kind? I don't. I've not, I've not seen one of those since the nineties. Yeah, that takes me back, man. Yeah, you'd have one of those just baking moths on your deck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, so uh, if people wanted to write into us this week about what they're looking forward to this summer, Nick, how can they do that? Well, if they're Kevin, they will no doubt email us at trailerblazerspod at gmail.com. Uh, if they're Elaine, they will post on Instagram. They will follow us at trailerblazerspodcast on Instagram, and they, they will comment on there. Uh, if they want to just know when a new episode comes out, they'll follow us on Twitter at trailer underscore blazers. And if they're feeling extremely generous, they will rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And if they do that, Quick Mickey's going to bounce in here and tell you what, what happens. Yeah, buddy, let me tell you, Quick Mickey loves to bounce like one of them gummy bears. And uh, tell you what, you leave a five-star writing on there, buddy. We're going to get extreme, okay? We're going to do one of them. Do you know how Disney invented one of those light slabbers that looks pretty good? We should develop a ring that does something cool. Just like them various colored lantern fellers and ladies, equal opportunity. And then we're going to sell those on the internet. And you're probably going to have to get some kind of licensing, so you're going to have to, you know, come up with some money. 
but once you do, I promise you, we're going to work together on that million-dollar idea. And I believe all of you out there, even if you don't feel creative, that you have good ideas. That is a tip. Thank you, Quick Mickey. Reticulated, effervescent, and resplendent as always. Uh, for the Trailer Blazers, my name is Nick Kelly, and I will back you, Quick Mickey, once Dogecoin hits a dollar. Happy Trailers. And I'm Ben Moon, constantly searching for the Vin Diesel corn. Happy Trailsers. Welcome back, folks, to the vid yo games. One quarter portion of the show. Once again, Nick and I have uh, forsaken video games for the week. Yep, I just you know, there's none that I want to jump into. Mass Effect Remaster came out yesterday. I don't have it yet. I don't want to pay for it right now, so I haven't gotten that yet. Jess is still playing Returnal, but sparingly because she has to block out large amounts of time to play it. But yeah, so I just haven't been playing anything. Well, I'm about to be playing stuff, I'll tell you, Nick, because uh, today I purchased a racing simulator. Let's talk about this, because this is pretty interesting. It is pretty interesting. So I've been doing some research on the various peripherals, steering wheels, pedals, shifter knobs, cockpits, uh, e-brakes, you name it, the whole thing, okay? Uh, Different setups, whatever. So I've been I've been watching Facebook Marketplace like a hawk. Guy posts and a complete setup. It he's got cockpit, steering wheel base, two different steering wheels, e-brake, shifter, uh, and pedals with a load cell, additional brake, and all of this stuff is Fanatec. Okay, so if you do your research, Fanatec makes the best stuff, the best racing stuff. Uh, the cockpit itself is actually a GT Omega. Um, and it's, it's, it's pretty nice, but all the racing stuff is Fanatec. So this is like, it's, it's CSL elite. So it's like their, um, it's not their top of the line. It's not what's called direct drive. Uh, but it's really nice stuff. This is a step. I know a lot, maybe it was last episode. I said I was going to get the, the Logitech, whatever. This is above that buddy. This is like steps above that. So I'm going to put this all together and like hook it up to my PC uh, and going to start racing. I think I'm going to get maybe iRacing uh, and Assetto, Assetto Corsa and just get after it. I might do a Forza too. We'll, we'll have to see. So I'm very excited. I'm going to be racing, buddy. I want to see a picture of this. Uh, I can't, I, I'm having a hard time picturing it. Yeah. It's it's pretty big. Um, it's not as big as a lot of racing simulator setups. It's it's fairly streamlined, but it's it'll it'll do the, it'll do the job. So I can use it. I can play it until we gotta you know actually put the house up for sale. So I have about a month month and a half to play it, and then I gotta take it to storage. Yeah. Well, I still want to see a picture. So send me a picture once you set it up. I will do it. I will do it. Uh, so that so that's what I will be playing, but I haven't been playing anything else. 
Uh, and we don't really have any industry news. Uh, I'm trying to think if I've heard anything. No, the only things is the Mass Effect remaster is out. So if you want to play that, it's out. Resident uh, Evil Village is out. Resident Evil Village is out. I'm sure you've been aware of that just from the memes alone about the giant vampire vampire lady. <laughs> Those memes have been extremely prominent on my Instagram news feed this past week. Uh, we did have two trailers this week. One, <laughs> one is called V Rising. It's a reveal trailer, and um, I, I like this is a vampire game. But I like your review. Yeah, I just wrote more like yawn pyres. <laughs> <laughs> got him. <laughs> got him. Yeah, got him. Got him. Uh, so I just wrote seriously. I mean, <laughs> it, you don't even know what it's about. Like honestly, these these trailers this week are very teaser. You have no idea what the game is like or about. Um, yeah, no, this is just some apparently a vampire game. It's it's a teaser trailer. Nothing about the style or gameplay. I don't know. When you're in like month eight working on this vampire game do you do you ask like the existential question like does it does anybody want this i think you just are like okay i'm still getting paid so just don't say anything keep my head down <laughs> keep developing and then secretly you're like maybe i'll get to work on jedi fallen order 2 oh speaking of jedi fallen order is free on stadia i have it i can play it for free now oh do it it's a good game i really like that game a lot Yes, yes. I I am going to play that game. I'm very excited. It can be very hard if you turn the difficulty up. Uh, so just be aware of that. <laughs> I'm not trying to fr- get frustrated after work. You know? That's what I'm saying. Is I'm saying is don't don't start off with a high difficulty. It's okay. it, it's really hard. No, no, no thanks. Yeah, when you put it on easy, it's easy. So it it can it's it has a good variance of sliders. You know, like. Yeah. The sliders actually change how easy it is okay. in a way that actually matters. But if you put it, on, I put it on hard once just to see, and no, I can't even beat a stormtrooper. Like the <laughs> scout troopers have these, those electric baton things that General Grievous friends have <laughs> in the Clone Wars, and uh, yeah, I can't couldn't even beat one of those guys. So don't don't do that. I won't do that. Uh, then we have a trailer for Stargate Timekeepers, and this is a very teaser. It's just a teaser. Yeah, it's just the Stargate, and I, I'm not sure. I think this is probably a mobile, not a mobile game per se, but like a top-down or some sort of like weird cheapo game. I Yeah, I, I mean, you can't even tell. Like, who knows? It uh, just shows the Stargate. So they're making some sort of Stargate Timekeepers, and they reference SG-1 in the in the trailer so i think maybe that was the series right yes but the only reason i wanted to make it known is that i know that a friend of the show robo loves stargate and i wanted to make sure that if he, if this was something he might be interested in that he knew it existed <laughs> yeah this features the original score from the movie which guys it still slaps real good like that that score is good Everything from the original movie holds up. Like it's a good. It's probably holds up the best of any Roland Emmerich movie I've seen in the last. It's better than most of the ones he's made since after Independence Day, at least. Yeah, I would agree. Did you? Didn't you watch it recently? Yeah, I watched Stargate like a couple months ago. Yeah. Uh, or yeah, like two months ago, I watched it because that's what started my '90s binge. Was was Stargate, and yeah, it's got better special effects than like 2012, the the movie he made in 2012. 
Yeah. Yeah, the, I just remember the scene where they're flying those, like, jet things. And it looks good in my mind's eye or whatever. It looks good in your human eye. Like, it holds up. It's very good. And there's yeah. Anubis helmets. Those oh. hold up. Those are awesome. So good. Yeah, I think a, people have brought the screen-used versions of those to Dragon Con before. I've seen them. They're very awesome. Yeah. Uh, it's really cool. Yeah. I remember as a kid just being like, this is the coolest thing. Yeah, and also I like that weird alien camel monster. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, I mean, I might have to go watch that. I'm, I may need to figure out where that's playing. It's playing on. It's on Hulu right now. It's on Prime. It's all over okay. the place. All right, sweet. All right, well, that, that's all I got. You got anything else? Nope. Uh, this is sort of a slow week for video games. We just at least we had the Green Knight and Venom. Yeah, at least we had those. Uh, well, for the Trailer Blazers, I am Ben Moon, Slayer of Yawn Pyres. Happy trailsers. And my name is Nick Kelly, and I went through the Stargate, and I came out clean on the other side. Happy trailsers. Happy trailsers. Here's the funniest thing about it, is the reason he said all this is because he started watching... Armageddon.